Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Just he certainly went too far, Mr. Speaker, when he st- I saw him stick his tongue out. Contemptuous. Disregard. More than a slab of bacon talking here. The disappointment you also feel is my responsibility. I lost my temper. What is the nature of your thoughts? The word was F-A-R-T. Do you want to do the intro? Welcome, welcome, welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring. My name is Jesse. With me is the... Uh, all lubed up and ready to go. Reese Waters lubing himself up in the corner. Hi, just all that lube. Got a swimming kids paddling pool full of KY jelly. That's his favorite thing to do. This show is about a Welsh immigrant. That's the lubed up Welsh bastard over there who really likes Canadian politics. And he wants to teach me an apathetic Canadian about my own country's political history and goings-ons, and I don't give a shit. And we've been doing this for three years, and I still don't give a shit. Uh, and uh, I just do it for fun. For funsies. Hey, Jesse. the ASMR. Yeah. Did, I, did I tell you, I, I'm actually entitled. I've been here long enough to go for my citizenship. Fucking A. Hey, right on. Do you know how much it's going to cost? $1,500. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, 
I'm staying with someone right now who's who originally was from uh, some French colonies, um, and like an island in the tropics somewhere, and he has been working on getting his permanent residency. Um, and he was explaining last night about how incredibly difficult going from temporary res- temporary resident to permanent resident to citizen is and it's just like all the hoops you have to go through the companies you have to apply for the paperwork he's been doing paperwork for days and days and days yeah shout out to orion 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 fucking i don't know how to pronounce sounds like name. me trying to pronounce <laughs> somewhere in quebec <laughs> anyway uh cool um that's wicked man i don't know if it's too expensive fifteen hundred dollars i mean for, I, I, did you say I, for citizenship yeah, so it was me, my wife, and we got to pay a fee for all of our kids to become. But then you can vote if you really want to. But it no, I know like... I can, but it's uh, it's just expensive. I'm hoping they'll they were supposed to drop the fee. I'm hoping they'll drop the fee. I don't know if you're going to spend fifteen hundred dollars on something. It's like, do you want to be a citizen of Canada, or do you want to? I don't know. What can you do? What can you buy for fifteen hundred dollars? Nineteen ninety-two um, Nissan. You can get like a a, a gaming computer. You could you could get a good gaming computer. What would you choose? You could get a you could get a cheap uh, you could get a, a, like a a laptop. You could get like a, a MacBook, a That's MacBook true. Air. Exactly. I could get a, I could get a fridge with an ice dispenser. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> listen, I didn't uh, I didn't listen to uh, the other the other episode yet about ASMR to see whether or not you fixed oh, the ASMR. Perfect. Don't you worry. So, but I'm just going to assume you didn't. So I'm going to record it again on my end and send it to you one more time. And uh, we're going to do some ASMR. I'll do some, I'll do some for you. There you go. I couldn't hear that. You got to gargle. I didn't make any noise. Oh, okay. I'm going to take out a towel here. This is a towel. I'm going to turn up the microphone. Here we go. You ready for this? ASMR line. I'm going to do better because last time I opened up a bag of chips and it was extremely loud. And then I turned up the mic and we got feedback yeah. into the mic and it was really, really, really bad ASMR. So we're going to try to, I'm going to try to do some soothing, soothing ASMR, some towel. And, and Reese likes to describe Sorry, listeners. Very- this is just Jesse's thing he likes to do. He likes to do ASMR. I think it's shit, but there he is. Caressing a towel like a lover's nipple. <clears throat> Blowing raspberries into the towel like a lover's nipple. Squeezing it firmly. Okay, I'm done. There you go. <laughs> Did you see a uh, quick, 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 quick STD zone? Quick STD. Um, you know, uh, Justin Trudeau is getting divorced from his uh, his wife. I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. Sad, sad for a family family to split up. But obviously, you know, he's he's young and single. He's the prime minister. He wants to dip his wick. You know, up to him. Um, yep, that's what it is. He wants to dip his wick. <laughs> anyway, um, well, um, everyone keeps telling me he's the sexiest leader in the world, and now we can cash in on it. So, um, apparently, now uh, Polyev is really leaning into the fact that he's a family man because Trudeau is. Um, Right, Trudeau's the fucking sassy and single prime minister. Sassy, single. <laughs> Can we make that a monger T-shirt? <laughs> sassy and single. Sassy and single, baby. Uh, so, um, his wife is like already kind of going into the fact. He's always like, 
his kids call him Papa and all this kind of thing. Um, yeah. So it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see him like weirding out his kids more often to go <clears throat> Trudeau and he sees his kids every other Wednesday. Right. Is yeah. that true? No, I don't know. I mean, you're Justin Trudeau's divorce lawyer, according I to the screen. <laughs> you should know if everybody knows. In case you uh, know, uh, so I, my name on this session is Justin Trudeau's divorce lawyer. So, yeah, I'm not, just so you know. <laughs> I wonder if you're getting an interview with him about their confidential information. Yeah, uh, that'd anyway. be easy to get, of course. Yeah. Yeah, we just anyway. haven't bothered reaching out because we don't care. I'm sure if we reached out, he'd say yes immediately. He's just waiting. I got a message for Justin and Sophie. Be nice to each other and don't weaponize the kids against one another. Oh, that's, I mean, that's actually good advice. That's my advice. <laughs> it's actually good advice. Like, it's not. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Jesse. You, yeah. I'm, I'm excited to do this one. This one's been floating around. You didn't, in my... you didn't even ask me what's going on with me. Oh, what's going on with you? what's going on in your wonderful life no fucking fuck you no nothing i'm done how is montreal are you still in montreal i don't care i'm not gonna tell you okay okay Okay. get this fucking shit over okay (laughs) so this episode is called prison is based on a 200 year old bad idea what is it prison is based on a 200 year old bad idea i'm pretty sure Prisons have been around for longer than 200 years. Well, they kind of have, but not in the way that we have prisons now. Like, and I'll, I'll get I'll get to it now. So I was working on a project recently, and I'd never really heard about this movement before. Are, I, you, I, are you saying that, that modern-day prisons are based on a 200-year-old Canadian idea? No, and it's, it came from America, but Canada embraced it very, very... Um, this is specifically about Canadian prisons, though. Okay. So, yeah, I was working with some people who work, they support uh, women who are in prison uh, with their kind of legal fights. And they, they I'd never really heard the term before, but I, I knew it was a thing. But they call themselves uh, prison abolitionists. So they basically want to get rid of prisons. Okay. With the idea being that, obviously, like some people will need to live within like some form of restrictions because they might go and murder everyone. But um, largely speaking prisons hurt most of the people and things like drugs and prostitution um like a lot of people are there for those things however you could easily like make those things more legal and more um just the way prisons work um they they kind of group of people who believe that it's doing more harm to, to, to the world than anything else i've never spent it have you ever been to prison jesse no i've never been in prison not even for a I don't know, I've heard I've heard all horrible things about them. I don't think. I mean, from what I've heard, that they are they're I mean, mainly a corporation. They're mainly a way to make money. Yeah. They're not there to actually help society or in, Ameri- help in America people. specifically. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know the difference between Canadian prisons and, and American prisons. But... Watched Orange is the New Black. Now I'm an expert. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, in Canada, between and this is the, the the stats I could find between 2018 and 2019, there were 37,854 adult offenders in Canadian prisons. Wow! Right. So for for every hundred thousand people, there's 127 people in prison. Fuck. Right. So so when Canada was a colony with British and French settlers, obviously they didn't have prisons. They might have had like small one-person jails, that kind of thing. But the pr- there was no prison system. 
Okay. So do, do you know how they how they punished people? Public humiliation. Public humiliation and also public physical pain. Oh shit! So the preferred forms of punishment at the time were whipping. What bread. year was this? What years? This would have been it before, like kind of you'd be talking like 1600s, 1700s. Canada kind of, wasn't really around then. I, I was talking I mean, about as we know it, I as we know it today. Yeah, I mean, that's what I mean. Obviously. I'm talking about the colonial settler era. Okay. So yeah, yeah this is the states: whipping, branding, and pillorying. Pillorying. So pillorying is where you're put on a wooden frame with openings for the head and the arms, uh, or the arms and the legs, and they were exposed in public squares for hours or even days. Um, so yeah, physical pain and humiliation were preferred, preferred forms of punishment. So you steal steal a car, you get whipped. No prison. I guess I don't understand pillorying. It's where you just get locked in with wood around your feet and your arms and your head, and you just get left out in public in the open for days. That's, Google this. So people can come over and like flick your nipples, do whatever they want. You got a thing with nipples, man. Like, <laughs> I think everybody does, but. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to. I Google didn't. I'm not going to dig any further. Yeah. <laughs> Or the other thing they did was they just transport you out of the country and just dump you somewhere. That's kind of fun. So they like either take. Hey, where am I? They just leave you on. How can I get home? What's my meal? Where, where's my meal coming from today? They leave you on an island to just go bye. <laughs> kind of like Big Brother. You have to figure it out. Except it's real life. Exactly. And, uh, consequences, death. Honestly, yeah. though, right. some of these things still sound better than prison. If I said to you, you're going to spend two years in the prison system, or you're going to spend two years and it's going to be like Tom Hanks in Castaway, which one would you choose? Well, if like, am I not allowed to leave the island? No. Well, you can build a raft and make friends with a with a volleyball. No one can stop you. But um, I mean, honestly, I've never. I don't know what the Canadian prison system is like. I'd probably take the the island. I think everybody it sounds would. more fun. It does, it sound, does sound more fun. fun. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, the other thing as well, obviously, execution. They just kill people if they did something terrible. Yeah, our our histories aren't great. No, not no. like shining examples of what the human race is capable of. Anyway, but then in you do you know the Quakers are? Not really. So Quakers are kind of make, like a religious oatmeal. A, bran it. a branch of Christianity that kind of. Um, they, they came up with a prison system in Pennsylvania in uh, 1789 called the penitentiary. And it was supposed to be an alternative to harsh punishment. You, you've heard of the term penitentiary. I have. So it comes from the word uh, penitent. Um, and what that means is that you, you, you're seeking kind of penance. You're kind of like reflecting on what you've done. Right. So the idea through, is through pain. No, not through pain, but through through labor and reflection. 
so um, there's a plaque for, so basically a prison was, this is from the Eastern State Penitentiary. The plaque outside says, original prison built 1822 to 1836 on a radial plan by John Haviland, linking solitude with moral and vocational instruction. It exemplified the Pennsylvania of penology and became a model for over 300 prisons worldwide. It closed in 1971. This was open for a lifetime. So the idea was that if you were this prison startup idea was that you had to cut the prisoner off from all human contact. So you were put in a cell, you weren't allowed to speak and no one was going to speak to you. Jesus. Um, and there was a tiny trap door that food would be pushed in with a stick. So there was no human contact at all. Um, and then if they were moved out of the cell, they would be covered in cloth, in cloth and the people, they wouldn't get to see anything around outside their cells. And they had nothing else to do than reflect on what they did. <laughs> Go to your room Jesus. and think about what you've done kind of mentality. For like the next 10 years. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, oh, and then after a few days, they were given a Bible and no other books or communication. Oh, after a few days, okay. Yeah, yeah. So they would be like kind of left to reflect and then go, hey, now you've got a Bible. We're going to introduce some stimulus. Here's a Bible. Um, it make a great reality TV show. Um, that's fascinating, honestly. I mean, that's... Some people are calling that, and there's some debate as to whether or not it's actually effective. I'm calling it... Uh, oh, what is it called? Where people are doing the same thing. It's their we believe that we're too overstimulated as a society today okay. with all the social media, all our phones in our pockets, our televisions, everything constantly. And so uh, is it dopamine or serotonin dampening? I'm getting the term wrong. Basically, if you want to be better at something, right? <clears throat> um, the idea is to remove all stimuli or 90% of stimuli that you're normally used to. Like, so you get rid of your phone, you turn off your TV, you unplug your TV, you know, it's like you just get rid of all the books. Uh, there's no radio, no podcasts, no music. And like, you're bored, you're bored as fuck. You're talking you about, what you're for, talking about is just focus time. Well, no, but they, the whole, it's for the concept is that you're resetting your dopamine, uh, essentially, or you're resetting your, I, again, I'm, I'm butchering this. You're resetting what your brain is used to getting. Uh, and you're bringing the baseline level down to what it's to what it can expect, and you do that for a number of days to a week, and then you introduce the thing that you want to learn. I'm going to start learning piano, and you're so fucking bored <laughs> for the past week that you will obsess over that piano sort of thing. <laughs> Again, I, I'm 
butchering this concept greatly. It sounds, but it sounds very similar. Like just stick them in a room, no contact for three days, then um, give them a Bible. Of then course, the, they're going to read the fucking Bible. And <laughs> then they're going to be the, the best Bible reader. <laughs> I'm ser- right? No, seriously, though, yeah. how to be you the know? best? How to be the best Bible reader? It's like, I mean, like but, it's 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 torturous, but it's also kind of brilliant. Like that's really like how to get them to read the Bible. And then and then what happened? Literally nothing else to do. And then what happened was you'd have crazy preachers would roam the halls ranting about like fire and brimstone. That was the other thing they do. So oh, that's your only stimulus. Yeah, it was the Bible and kind of um, kind of improvised performances. Um, but obviously, we can see improvised performance, like a little plays, little, <laughs> a little, little Jesus place. Anyway, a little Old Testament style place. But the thing is, is you can see how all modern prisons are based off that original idea. Obviously, things have changed, but the yeah, idea kind of, is yeah. you've, <laughs> you've you've got to go and like you've got to go and reflect on what you did. Like they, you know, that's the, still the whole thing is you go to prison. Go to your room and think about what you've done. It is. And like, so even now that the system we have is still fundamentally based on that idea. That's amazing. The whole prison system is based off of that concept. Yeah. So, wow. but now of course, like all corporations have come and ruined it and it's all about money. <laughs> I don't, no, think, I mean, I don't yeah. think that's, I don't think that's happening. Canadian. You're thinking of American prisons primarily. I, just, I don't know. Tell me the difference between the two. I, don't I, don't, I just don't think that you've got a mass kind of labor. Well, what's the difference? What's the difference? Uh, Canadian prisons aren't, I don't think they're privately run. No, well, they're not in this province anyway. A lot of them are still government run. Okay. They haven't got private prison companies, is my understanding. Well, that's good. It is good. It is good. Um, so Do we focus a lot on rehabilitation here. Well, I'll get to that now. I mean, that's what they say they do, but r- roughly, like, still. <laughs> They say it's about rehabilitation and they say it's about training people and all this. They never give people enough resources to do it. So it typically ends up just being, go and think about what you've done. (laughs) Um, One of the things they did do was create a radial design that allowed guards to observe all corridors from a central location, even though prisoners could not see anything around them. Um, So it was kind of like like a cool cylindrical design. Um, so, okay. so the guards didn't even know the prisoners' ac- actual names. Um, and as the rise in prison population kind of grew, um, they forced that some of the, the prison began to abandon some of the original design features. So they started putting two people in a cell, um, and the communication was lifted. It's hard to be, isn't you know, a, a cellmate is not zero stimulation. Right. This is to save money, though. Well, I bet you wish it is. <laughs> No, it's not to save money. <laughs> yeah, to save money. They just want to cram more people in cells. Yeah, of course. Anyway, so they built one of these in Canada, in Kingston, in uh, 1835. Kingston, um, Ontario? Uh, yes. And the first warden of Kingston Penitentiary, Henry Smith, was a dickhead. Um, he was blamed for mistreating, <laughs> historically speaking, he was blamed for the mistreatment at the time. So he personally would like to um, use the whip and flog women and children. Um, he chained them up in there cells. Were children in these prisons? Yep. If you stole something, you go to prison. Um, he chained them up I in guess. cells with no Jesus. light or a box. Um, uh, with a box, which is something he had, was a vertical casket that you had to stand in. Um, and an investigation was brought in, and he was kind of kicked out eventually. Okay, well, that's good. So after the success of that first prison, they built them all across Canada then. <laughs> so- <laughs> 
that was their test subject. Yeah, that was great. Exactly. It's going great. (laughs) So so, um, they had, uh, inmates were kind of subjected to a strict regime of forced labor during the day, confinement at night, and during leisure times, food was often limited to bread and water, and silence was still strictly enforced a lot of the time. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it all sounds horrible. Yeah. Par for the course. (laughs) Sounds lovely. So, but it's interesting though, because um, there's a little bit of a story about someone who kind of brought in this thing uh, that that started a little bit of the reform. So, um, hang on two seconds. Pause a minute. Where did that go? Accidentally just deleted something. Oh, no. (sighs) Hang on a minute. Hang on. Hang on. Two seconds. Hang on. Tell him a story, Jesse. Once upon a time, there was a special boy named Reese. He was naked all the time because he hated clothing. He would he would romp through the forests, his sweaty little body glistening in the sunlight as his uh, he gnashed his teeth on every flower he could see because he liked eating flowers. One day, his his mommy called him home for soup, and he he went running. Uh, naked as the day was born through the fields of uh, Wales and uh, and then he came across a dog and the dog barked at him and uh, followed him home and he, he was like mommy mommy this dog followed me home and she took a shotgun and blew the dog's head off and they cooked it and ate it for supper because that's what you do in Wales nice and, and Reese I thought, cried I my notes <laughs> <laughs> You want to hear the end of the story? Fine, sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> and another uh, two chapters ready to go. <laughs> so, um, an unlikely character kind of forced prison reform in Canada. Okay. Have you heard of Tim Buck? Uh, nobody heard of the sequel. Yeah. Tim Buck 2? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about Uncle Buck. Anyway. um, Sorry. Yeah. So so Tim Buck was one of the founding members of the Communist Party of Canada. Um, Okay. So he moved to Canada when he was in 1910 to to kind of in search of work. Um, And he was kind of involved in in communism. He was a big supporter of Joseph Stalin, and he became General Secretary Secretary of the Communist Party in 1929. and he was general secretary until 1962 of the Communist Party. Um, and he was obviously, uh, people didn't like communists at the time. So he was kind of arrested. Um, his offices were raided in 1931. Um, and they were arrested and charged with sedition uh, with the idea that they wanted to overthrow can- the government in Canada to create like a Soviet country, communist country. Um, and he was sentenced to hard labor. Um, and he was he was imprisoned from 1932 to 1934 in the Kingston Penitentiary, the original one that was still open. Um, and uh, he was the target of an apparent assassination attempt in his cell uh, during a prison riot. Um, Shit. So he was sitting in his cell. Apparently, he was sitting in his cell listening to the riot outside, and then suddenly, eight eight gunshots were fired into his cell through a window and just missed him. Wow. Yeah, that's either like one very like one or many very very bad shots. I know. Just... <laughs> it's like I'm not even looking. Yeah. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> it's like, it's like... 
Wow. Yeah. And he's in a room. He's not even moving. He's just it's sitting just, there. It's a small cell. Eight shots. Yeah. Didn't hit him. No. That's very funny. Um, wow. Uh, so... In 1933, the Minister of Justice, Hugh Guthrie, admitted in the House of Commons of Canada that the shots had been deliberately fired into his cell to frighten him. To fr- yeah, because they didn't hit, they couldn't this hit is, him. They were this so the, bad. This is the, minute, the Minister of Justice saying, yeah, we did it to scare him. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, sure they did. So, so what happened was then, there was this huge, huge civil rights campaign as if to go, what the fuck are you doing in those prisons? Um, and he gave a big testimony uh, in, in front of the, and I've got to try and pronounce this, Archambault Commission. Sounds right? No idea if it is. Sounds great to me. So it basically started the reform of Canadian prisons um, in 1938 to go, go, hey, this isn't about, this is about um, rehabilitation. It's not just about steering at the wall. And then finally getting a Bible and then listening to people march around shouting about God. Um, amazing. Well, That's what the prison system was still then, like today. And then standing in a vertical casket. <laughs> it's like, be a, like, that would be amazing if that's what prison was still like. Come on. That's but it's, like, it's, it's not that different. There's only a few things that have changed. <laughs> if, you gave, if you made me sit in a cell with literally nothing to do, read, look at, or listen to for like a week and then gave me a Bible, I'm going to be fucking efficient. I'm going to memorize that whole fucking thing, let me tell you. Okay? just going to be going, <laughs> hey, let's do a Bible quiz. No, Jesse, I don't want to do another Bible quiz. Let's do a Bible quiz. Let's do a Bible quiz. <laughs> Ask me, what's on page 13? I don't care. When's the next theatrical performance in the hall? Yeah. <laughs> I want to applaud them. Do you Can believe in God? No, I just like the Bible. <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh, anyway, so so since then they've obviously been reforms and stuff. But when you look at it, I I argue that nothing much has changed. I I mean a little. I'd say a lot has changed. Yeah, they got TVs now. That's well, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'll rephrase it. The fact that you can still run a prison in the same buildings that hadn't changed for a few hundred years proves that you know most buildings. Well, I don't know, man. Like you, st- I don't. You still haven't told me what modern day prisons in Canada are like. So I, don't I don't know. know this is about what they, they started out as. Well, you're just saying it's the same as oh, it was, and from, I'm disagreeing with that because I just. <laughs> I'm going to do a follow episode. Episode prisons two. All right, prisons two. So, so you're saying that prisons in Canada are because a man named Tim Buck was frightened. No, by someone shooting eight bullets, carefully missing him. I'm saying they because got slightly... they were only wanted. They only wanted to scare him. They could. They, they had to make sure not to hit him, right? So they had to shoot eight <laughs> bullets into his cell around his figure as to not cause him any harm and to just frighten him. And the... because of this, we have the prison system. No, because because of this, they're only slightly better. And for a hundred years, no one was really paying attention to what was going on in this. So. <laughs> So we can some coffee. Yeah. So anyway, this has been a fun episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Me? Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah, it was all right. Did you have a good time? Good. I did. Nice was hanging I out. Have a good time with you, Reese. Yeah. I, I got to go. It's my son's final soccer game of the season. With green hair. No, wrong son. The wrong son. Oldest okay. son. Older. Okay. Old. Right. Yeah, cool. Have fun. Yeah. Sweet. Oldest of the three. <laughs> I'll send you the ASMR files and you can insert them. I hope I hope the listeners. Oh yes, I will. I promise. 
you dear listener, I hope you've enjoyed that. God, I will insert Jesse's ASMR episodes. <laughs> or something. I'll insert that. Not telling you where, but... <laughs> Bye, everybody. Oh, wait. Uh, leave us a review. Leave us a review, please. Yeah. And if we like it, we'll give you a mug. Be our friend. A stupid, a stupid sexy Trudeau mug. But it's got to be a uh, good one. It's got to be a really good one. Yeah. It's got to get us, make our eyes sparkle. Yeah. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it, no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there.